Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations. This is Kelly Fox and Terry Sayer, and we are here talking at step number four, which is compassion. We are super excited to get into that today with you. And our topic today is kindness. So just kind of your, what is, um you know, our understanding of what kindness is? How do we use it? How do we not use it? Do we do it towards ourselves or just others? And what tools can support us in being kind in what we're doing? So uh, Terry, how are you tonight? Oh, can I not hear you? Just a second. Sorry, I'm having some problems with my computer, trying to do this from my phone. Let's see if I can fix it. Her mic was on. Here we go. Can we hear you now, Terry? I don't know. Can you hear me now? Yay, we can hear you now. Oh, that's me. good. That's good. And we have Barbara Franklin on the call with us tonight. We have Barbara. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yay. Okay. So I was able to do it from my phone. I don't know what's going on with my computer. It will not turn on. So let's see if I can get back to the other screen. All right. So... How are we doing tonight, ladies? How are you doing? Good. Now, I'm hearing a little bit of an echo on myself. Are you guys hearing that? No. No. Okay. Then hopefully our listeners aren't either. (laughs) All right. So we're talking step four, compassion, again, uh, this week. And um, with our focus on kindness, as I said before, so what are some tools that you feel support you in first being kind to yourself? And we'll start with Terry. Well, let's just jump right in here. Uh, Compassion is my essential nature, which we've talked about uh, before on our, our show, which means the one quality that I denied myself the most until I was aware that it was the one quality that would help me to connect more with my with my soul and my purpose. So I've been practicing compassion in a in a very aware manner for the past few years once I learned that that was probably compassion for myself is what I was denying um, and not I would have compassion for others. But until I could actually love myself and have compassion for myself, it was really not an um, like an embedded or where kindness and compassion were my way of thinking. It was more of a a forced kind of I know I should be that way, and it's my desire to serve others, and compassion is a part of that. So it was kind of like forced 
and I had to work hard at it until I was able to incorporate compassion for myself and see myself as a human being, vulnerable, willing, open to possibilities, and connected to my personal uh, higher power, which for me is my Heavenly Father. So I think that the kindness to others I would exhibit, but I can't say that it was really internalized to the part where it was my natural way of being or my natural way of thinking because I was denying it to myself. So that awareness and that willingness to practice loving myself, having kindness for myself, compassion for the fact that I'm practicing, I'm not perfect, acknowledging that I was a recovering perfectionist and then moving forward to internalize the principles of kindness and compassion and willingness to see others as God sees them and loves them and accept people for with all of their imperfections, knowing that they're willing to uh, do the best that they can do as well. So I think it's that awareness, that first step that we talked about, and then a willingness to be vulnerable and to mm-hmm. see others' vulnerability, not as a weakness, but as a part mm-hmm. of the human condition, and then to connect with my with my heart and connect with others that allowed me mm-hmm. to open up that, to the whole principle of compassion. So it was really applying yeah. the first three steps. Mm-hmm. I also heard you talk about seeing others' innocence, which is a tool that we don't necessarily talk about a lot um, in fearless living. And I also heard you talk about acknowledging, um, mm-hmm. acknowledgement and intentions um, with using the word practice. Uh, today I'm willing to practice in our intentions. So, yeah, so you mentioned a lot of tools. Yeah, I think acknowledgement is probably also a willingness, a willingness to see yourself as as vulnerable and yourself as a work in progress and and recognizing those small steps. I like to call them baby steps. As you take those small steps towards understanding compassion and towards incorporating kindness as a way of thinking and a way of being. I don't see, I see kindness as an action, but I also see kindness as a way of, of perceiving others, a way of uh, perceiving yourself, a way of interacting, a way of connecting, that it's, uh, it's, it's a state of being as well as an action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, Barbara, I know it's been a little while since you've been on the show, and so why don't you give our listeners a little um, a little update on you. I'm sorry, I kind of just jumped in. I was frazzled with the fact that my computer wasn't starting, and um, so give us a little a little update of how you are and what you're doing and where you are with your coaching, and then um, you can share your feelings on kindness and compassion. Well, I will be certified at the end of February, thank goodness. I know. It's been a long it's been a long haul and um for me with the compassion I'm also starting a book group this week by telephone. So um that will start on Wednesday. Yes, so I'm really excited about that. 
And I'm going to jump into compassion. Um, is is also right. my um, is is also my essential nature. And um, I'm also a recovering perfectionist. I mean, I would just do whatever I could for anybody without thinking about myself. And I got really sick and couldn't do anything. I I had, um, well, I had lung surgery. So I had a long time, a long recovery and a trouble breathing. So here I am, this perfectionist, and um, I can't do anything. I I could barely walk from one room to the other because I couldn't breathe. And, um, and it was a, it was a hard lesson. Well, it wasn't a hard lesson. It was just a lesson that I learned that I just can't go at, at like the energizer bunny, you know, that I have to take time out and Mm -hmm. I have to be kind to myself and not beat myself up and realize, you know, that's, just where I'm at right now. So in in my life, um, I do a lot of gratitude because that helps me. Um, it, it helps me, you know, to recognize that, hey, just because I, I can't, you know, go for 16 hours a day without stopping, that I'm grateful that I can, you know, do what I can do. And... Um, mm-hmm. And so gratitudes and acknowledgments are very big for me and intentions. You know, I am today, I am willing to practice, you know, working on the computer. Well, when I work on the computer, my back hurts, my neck hurts. And so I got a stand-up computer. You know, I got a stand-up desk. Yes. And, yeah, um, and I broke my foot. So I can't stand up and I can't sit down. And I have computer work to do. So I have to be compassionate with myself and just say, well, it's not going to get done until I'm I'm physically ready to do that. So that's how Mm -hmm. I I use compassion. And my daughter once said to me, you know, Mom, you're compassionate to everybody else but yourself. So so that was a lesson. That That was a lesson. And when mm-hmm. I meet people, um, new people, they always tell everybody I'm so, I'm so sweet and I'm so nice. And um, you are. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's kind of, you know, what I, I've projected probably my whole life. Mm-hmm. So did that, did it, did that? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, mm-hmm. yeah, it helped. Um yeah, I mean, I think you guys are kind of talking about the same thing. You know, Mom, I mean, Terry's talking about the first three, um, the first three steps of our fearless path leading towards the fourth, and how it's kind of how it just amazingly works together, where one leads to the other. Um, and both of you talked about intentions and acknowledgments and gratitudes. I think that that's the reason why they're in the daily training manual. We've talked about that tool before of Rhonda Britton's, which is a place where you can write down your in, your daily intention, where you can write down your acknowledgments and your gratitudes, and it gives you that place where you can, um, where you, it, where it's all organized, where you can do it all in the same place. 
And um, so, yeah, I think that those those are the three basic tools that if you're doing those on a daily basis or a weekly basis even, um, it's going to really support you in moving forward. Terry talked last week about um, writing 100 gratitudes at the end of the year. And I think that that's, I think that that's really positive. I think if we, if we take the time to reflect and write down our gratitudes in a big form like that, like where it's not just five a day, but it's, it's trying to think of your whole year and really allow you to reflect. I think it would be good if we did it every month, you know, but um, where it takes, you have to take time for yourself. Um, I was talking to um, one of our favorite coaches, Janet Renner today, and just talking about how powerful it is to allow yourself time to reflect and how sometimes we get into the grind of life and we don't allow ourselves that time. You know, we're just trying to get the bills paid or the kids fed or the job done. And we don't allow ourselves that time to sit and to become aware as Terry was talking, you know, and access how willing we are to make changes and to really connect with ourselves so that we can have compassion towards ourselves and, and others. And I really, some, some people I find it's, it's much easier to have compassion for. Um, and that's usually people that I, which is kind of funny, it's people I don't know. Or it's, um, it's people that I'm really aware of what their struggles are. The more I'm aware of what some of someone's struggles, um, the more compassion I seem to have for them. Um, so if I'm really aware of what's going on in a friend's life, I, I, my first instinct is to, to help her than to go, Oh my gosh, she didn't answer my text text or she didn't come here. or She didn't go there with me. Like she said she was going to and take it all personal and be, you know, not show kindness towards her, right? Um, and I, I know my own struggles, right? I know my own struggles more than anyone else does. But I don't tend to give that same type of kindness to myself or that same, you know, consideration or whatnot towards myself. And so that was kind of a clue to me. Um, like the last, I don't know, few months, I've I've really noticed that the thing that, when I tend to get the most annoyed is when I feel like someone's not stepping up or like in the area of taking care of me or being considerate towards me, like my kids or my husband, you know, like we've had conversations about how, you know, the messiness of the house is really taxing on me. And yet I'll come home from being away for one day and nobody has thrown any trash away. Nobody's put one dish in the sink you know it's like we constantly have these conversations about it right or you know I make all of these deals with my husband well some I've talked to him about some are probably silent contracts but you know like oh well if he does this that means that he cares about me or whatnot right I decided to to stop doing that because all it was was setting myself up for you know well, what does Rhonda say that she says that expectations are premeditated resentment, right? So right. Right. I, I really saw that in my life. 
Um, and one of the deals I have with my husband is like, I do all the laundry, right? I wash it. I, most of the time I end up having to fold it, um, for the kids. Um, but we hang up a lot of, most of our clothes. Um, and so I have this deal with my husband that I'll wash the clothes and he hangs them up. Well, he never ends up, he he never hangs them up. Mm. Our, his clothes will stay in the buck, you know, in the laundry basket until he wears them. And then they're on the floor or they're in the dirty laundry basket. So, you know, instead of constantly being like judging this pile of clothes as he doesn't care about me, I finally started hanging up my own clothes. I hang them up every night and, you know, like the ones that I'm going to rewear or whatever, I'll rehang them. Um, and I started taking care of myself and that became a much more powerful, um, thing for me, you know, like it would, it, it does so much more for me than if he would have hung up my clothes and I'd be like, Oh, my husband cares about me. No, me caring about myself and taking care of myself, showing kindness towards myself has been so much more powerful. And, and it's, it's an act that I can do, um, it's an act that I can do for myself like every day sometimes, you know, or when I take my shoes off, I put them in the closet where they go, you know, and it's, it's this, the tiniest little act, but it's like me saying, Kelly, you're important to me, which is kind of funny because I'm talking to myself, but it's, it's me saying that I'm important to myself, which is something that I, I, I really don't do in the small acts. Um, yeah. and so it's been really I love powerful. That. Yeah, yeah. I love that, Kelly. And just the same thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think the same Thanks. thing with, uh, throwing away the trash and putting the dishes in the, in the sink. If it, what, it makes you feel like you're in control and it's an example to your kids that they may start to see the power in that as well. You know, taking care of yourself, doing it for you because you're the one yeah. that it makes feel better. It makes you feel better. So Doing it right. for yourself. I mean, that's awesome. I've been I doing that, that, too. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I might complain a little while I'm throwing away the trash and putting the dishes in the sink. But mm-hmm. I still do it, you know. And it's not like and it's not like this huge thing where I come in and I make this big deal about how it's them not caring about me. Because that's really not what it is for them. They're just they're They're just not in the habit of doing it. And they don't think of doing it. It's not like, oh, I'm going to show mom I don't care by not throwing this piece of trash away. That's not their thought process. So letting go of that, stop being, putting myself as this victim of these children and husband who don't care. I, I've totally empowered myself by saying I care about myself. Oh, and that's I love it. the new love it. shift. Yeah. Yep, love it. Thanks. Yeah, I do too. So, I think that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. That's a Thank powerful you, Karen, example. That's a powerful example of shifting your focus to doing what makes, you know, you identified what made you feel better. And right. you kind of expected other people to do it to make you feel better and to prove that they cared about you. And so you mm-hmm. were really tied to you were tied to a specific outcome. And so it's kind of mm-hmm. like the risk formula. It really allows you to apply that 
that risk formula to this where you just release your attachments to the outcome and then invest in your intention, which is to learn to be kind to yourself and love yourself and stand for your truth and then keep kindness to a priority. That's the risk formula. And you were able to use that tool and really internalize, wow, and you recognize the power that gave you. And that's going to be mm-hmm. so motivating for you to continue being kind to yourself by by taking care of that and making yourself feel good instead of just being, you know, after everybody else to do it for you. That is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and, love yeah. that. Yeah, and it'll be but, interesting to see how it manifests itself in other areas of your life. Yes. Yeah, not necessarily yes. hanging up the clothes, but or taking out the trash, but in, in other areas with other people aside from mm-hmm. the family. Yeah, and I think it'll be yeah. really interesting to see the effect it has on everybody else. Exactly. You know, because a mom, a mom has so much power in her example, and especially if it's authentic, you know, and it sounds mm-hmm. like it's really authentic. That um, I'm just really curious. I think it's going to be wonderful to watch that whole thing unfold. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've started. I actually started this in other areas of my life first. Um, so this is already it it rolling over into another. Um, I started awesome. off by being the friend that I want to be to myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the friend that I am to my friends. I want to be that kind of friend to me. So that's where mm-hmm. that's where it kind of started, um, and then this year, uh, Rhonda. When I when we say Rhonda for anyone who's new tonight, um, we're talking about Rhonda Brenner, Rhonda Britton, <laughs> the um, founder and CEO of Fearless Living Institute, and the one who has given us all of this information that we share with you every week. Um, she, sorry. In stating that, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, but was I was talking about being the kind of friend I want to be, right? So mm-hmm. i i used to I used to kind of sit around and be like, "Oh, I wish I had, you know, a friend that's like me." Blah blah blah. Feeling bad for myself. Okay, same kind of situation. And um, and then I was like, you know what? Well, I actually, I actually got a friend who I thought was like me, and and discovered that I really don't want a friend like that. Um, but it helped me to, it helped me to see that me seeking for that, me seeking for someone, um, someone who, someone who I thought had those, you know, showed up in that way or whatever. Anyways. Um, I saw how that wasn't good. So, cause I, I was looking for someone who, who possessed things in myself that weren't really good. And when I, when I found someone like that, then I was able to see it. So there was a lot of good things that came out of that friendship, but in out of coming out of it, I reassessed all of my friendships and I, I looked at, um, you know, was I giving more? Was I giving less? Was I giving authentically? And I came to a place where um, I really saw 
who I was and who I was projecting. And regardless of whatever level of friendship the other person wanted to give, I still wanted to show up like me. So, um, so that's what I've been working on, showing up as me regardless of what level of friendship they want to return and really just being not attached to that outcome. So with that, I was able to, okay, how do, what kind of a friend do I want to be to myself? And so that's where it kind of started. Now it's bleeding over into the kids and Jay, which is really helpful. Um, and I hope that it does, as Barbara said, bleed into other areas because I'm excited to see that. Like when she said that, I was like, ooh, well, like, what do you have in mind? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, let's brainstorm that, um, you know, because this year, okay, this is what I was starting to say. <laughs> now I remember what my train of thought was. Um, this year, my word is I am transparency, um, which is I just really want to be so open and so um, transparent, I guess, because I can't think of another word at the moment, with whoever I'm with and wherever I'm with, that everybody knows who I am, that I'm not hiding bits and pieces of myself depending on, um, you know, where I am or who I'm with to either protect myself or um, to, well, protect myself, I guess. I mean, the reasons might be different, but I'm basically trying to protect myself, right? Um, and to just really, to just stand out and just, you know, be who I am wherever I am. And that um, that's really exciting for me. And I hope that this continued shift in my thinking um, is going to really support me in that because I feel like, a lot of that need to protect myself is also that victim thinking. Um, and so if I can shift that, then I can really stand out and, and shine in any location and with whoever I'm with. There's a really long story to get me back on track, but. Mm. <laughs> so sorry about that. <laughs> but um, I finally came back around. Um, so, yeah, so. I think um, it's really powerful to claim that, um, which was what I was, what I had lost, claiming that word of the year. Um, and Terry, what is your word this year? I haven't chosen have you, one. You cla- oh, you haven't claimed a word. Okay. Barbara, have you claimed a word this year? I I claimed a word of joy. Awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. That's my wholeness. My wholeness is joy. And I, oh, good. I, yeah, and I've been, um, as I have progressed, you know, with all the coaching and, and learning, I, I'm i feeling so much joy lately in my life. It's, it's physical. It's a physical kind of feeling where I'm extremely, like, I feel like I'm going to burst. The energy just comes through me, and it feels like I'm going to burst. Wow. And and it's been years, really, literally years since I, I have felt that way. And yeah, I remember I having a conversation about that with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I, I chose that for this year. So I'm looking forward to bursting, bursting out. 
Yeah, bursting joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. One of the things that uh, one of those that I'm going to do this week is to try to, in my goals for this week in our CEO group for coaches, is to finish my vision or purpose statement. And I think when I can get that written, then I'm going to choose a word, the word that fits that. So it's kind of a, a awesome. layered process I'm going through right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't really sure. Like usually um, either the word comes right to me or, um, you know, last year I kind of thought on it for quite a while until I picked it. Um, And this year it was kind of like I knew like the essence, but I couldn't find the word. Um, And then when I went through all the words, I was like, yes, that's that's what it is. and if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, Rhonda posted um, posted a – do you remember what page it was on? Was it on Fearless Generation – no, not Fearless Generation. Fearless um, Living, Living Institute? Is that I, – I think so. I think she – I, um, I, I, I shared it in was. my Let's Hatch Facebook page, um, and I, I think I shared – my picture on my main page but if you're looking for that just contact me here at fearless generations um facebook page and i will um i will get you that link if you want to get there's like a hundred or so pictures um that she has on there where you can claim a word so um can you put i find it on her website um i probably can yeah i probably can because i can go back and find it where I already shared it and just share it again. So um, sure. I'll put it out there for you guys so you can claim a word this year, too. Yeah, well, I mean, we're we could claim a word, a word for a month, too. We could. We Janet could and I talked about yeah. that, talked about that today, how what if we claimed a word every month? And mm-hmm. I think that that's an excellent idea. I hadn't even thought about that. Um, you know, or even if you did um, – you know, even if you redefined the word every month, you know, mm-hmm. um, right. yeah. you know what I mean? So I think it, it could be really powerful to, to really think about it and refocus on it every time. And is this still my focus? Is this still the main word or does another word come forward? Yeah. I think that that's a great idea. Um, so, so many thoughts on kindness today and I'm, I think I kind of took up a lot of time. I apologize, ladies, but I really loved everything that you guys talked about tonight. I appreciate you being on tonight, Barbara. Um, Uh I love having you on. You always say amazing things, Um, and I'm excited to brainstorm with you now on how this can just change my life even more. Um, So thank you so much, and thank you, Terry, for always being my co-host with the most that didn't come out, but right, but okay. Your host is with so thank host. you. Yes, yes, and what? thank you. And and I did Thanks, find Barbara. Rhonda's. Um, I did find Rhonda's um, post, and I just tagged you in it. You tear. I mean, thank Kelly. you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. And um, we thank you, our listeners, for coming back each week and listening, and. Until uh, next Monday, um, yes, be thank fearless. You. I'm gonna thank, yes, I want to thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. You are so welcome. 
you can come back yes. anytime right. you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, great. Thank huh. you. All right. Be fearless, okay. everybody. Be fearless. Bye. Okay. Be fearless. Bye-bye. Bye.